April. And I am Cameron, and we are the co-founders for Reach and Teach. Five years ago, when we had this crazy idea to host a concert on campus, we had no clue the massive impact it would make on students. To date, Reach and Teach has worked with over 160 schools, more than 6,000 students, And this podcast is just one more way for us to provide passion and confidence to students to the unconventional collaboration of education and entertainment. From setup and soundboard operation to guest prep and interview execution, this podcast is 100% produced by students. Hey, this is Adeline. This is Karina. And And we're we're here here with with Reach and Teach. Um, what a concert. I yeah, mean, it was awesome. Yeah, like, whoever, whoever thought the Jackson Auditorium could look like this? Like, right, it wow. was really But today we have a special guest, Bubba Funds. How are y'all? We're good, thank you. I, I'm glad y'all had me here today. This is, uh, <laughs> That's good. You know, we helped sponsor, and it, it, it was a did good you, show. Did you, you have know? a good time? It did. It was wonderful. Okay. I love concerts. I love music. That kind of leads into my job, don't Okay. <laughs> okay, and you're in a music producing industry, right? Right? Yes, I own Pine City Radio in Jackson, Alabama. It's two radio stations. One's a classic country and one's a classic rock. So a lot of the music that was played here today is, you know, that's what we play on a day-to-day basis. Oh, okay, okay. Mm, so did you think this concert was going to be as big as it was, or what were your expectations for you this know, concert? You know, anytime you have something for the first time, especially in these rural towns, it's, you know, it, it is. It's big, and it's, this was a good concert, and... You know, hats off to all y'all that had something to do with it. You know, Miss Flo and everybody. I mean, it, it, it was good. It was nice. A lot of people, a lot of people attended. Uh, but, man, it was awesome. I, I like the way the kids, you know, it took y'all a few songs, but then when y'all started responding to the band, you know, it, it was really good. Um, yeah, I was like, I, some some kids just get on my nerves sometimes. You know, like, we're, we're trying to do something fun and trying to um, – do something awesome here at Jackson, and then we look out, and there's half the students sitting down in seats. And I was like, "Y'all, what in the world is going right, on? What is going on?" But, but I feel like once everybody heard the music, they warmed up to it. Everybody right. was pretty jumpy. That's right. And then when he invited everybody to the pit, you know, that kind of yeah, that definitely leveled the playing fields, and yeah. so everybody really, you know, got into it, enjoyed it, and. You know, a lot of times when you're in that pit, if you can't dance or you can't sing, you just kind of blend in with everybody <laughs> yeah, yeah. else. You know, and you ain't like standing alone. Yeah. So, but no, it was a it was a phenomenal day at Jackson High School. So, um, on your radio, are you gonna start playing Velcro Pigmy music? Oh yeah, yeah. I play. Hey, I play anything on there. It don't matter to me, you know. But I can, you know. But I do. But yeah, we we uh, you know, we cut an ad and and played some of their music in the ad. But yeah, definitely. Okay. And that, and you know. I mean, I've seen them a ton of times because it's like, you know, they have like a cult following. You know, oh I mean, e- you know, every, people go everywhere to see them. Yeah. And so, yeah, they, um, they're a great band. I know. When, when we were planning, I like, because I never really had heard of them before, like the concert. And so, like, I like had heard of them and then I started to see them in a lot of other places. And I'm like, oh my God, like a lot of people actually do know them. Yeah. Like, where have I been? I was <laughs> like, at first I was like, who is the real yeah. and then And then they started popping up everywhere. I can't remember the first time. It's kind of, I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was the hangout or if it was the, uh, oh God, locals night at the uh, shrimp festival. I can't remember the first time, but it's been years ago. But 
But yeah, they're a really good band. Put so on you a good heard concert. them play some of their music before before this concert? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So how would you compare the two experiences? Like, <laughs> was the experience there better than it was here? Uh, <laughs> probably. It was probably better here. Be honest. You know, it's probably better here because, you know, a lot of times when you're at things like that, then, you know, you got to factor in a lot of other things, you know, like beverages and people. And so today was really good, you know. And I like, I like, if if I go to a concert, I want it to be a small indoor kind of concert. But if I go to a big concert, I like for it to be outside because I don't know, you don't feel so claustrophobic. So. Yeah. Not so pitched in with everybody That's right. else. <laughs> But it was. It was a really good concert. They they put on a show. You get your money's worth. I have another question for you. Um, How has the radio producing industry changed you in your life? How did it change you? <laughs> what makes... What? Well, it's kind of funny because I, I, I did construction for about 20-something years. And, you know, you get old and you just say, you know, the radio station in Jackson had shut down. It had went into foreclosure. And, you know, I told my wife, I was like, look, I'm going to buy the radio station. I'm still going to do this, still going to do that. But I'm going to buy the radio station. That was nice. And I said, I'm just going to throw them out an offer for it. And I didn't think they would ever take the offer because I lowballed them. And I called the bank and I said, hey, I'll give you this. And they go, okay, we'll take it. And I called Jen and I'm like, oh my God, I just bought a radio station. So it's changed our life. I mean, it keeps you busy. Did you feel accomplished when you bought it? Uh, no, not really. Not really. Because I, I mean, I have a lot of spare time on my hand. That's why people see me so much. But yeah. no, it's um. It's just, you know, it's a normal job. I mean, it it keeps you busy if you want it to keep you busy. But if I need time off to go watch the Aggies play or <laughs> go, go raise money or something like that, then I've got plenty of free time on my hand. So you're very involved in the community right. with the Aggies. That's right. That's one, And that's probably the main reason I bought it is for the community, um, you know, because we do so much stuff for schools. So that's, that's probably 90% of the reason I bought it. The other 10% because I was crazy. <laughs> Not crazy. <laughs> uh, did you go to school at Jackson? Yeah. I did. Uh-huh. Okay, so, so you're a Jackson alumni. That's right. So is that kind of what keeps you involved? Yeah, that and plus, you know, I got <clears throat> you know, like, well, I got a senior niece and I got a niece that teaches here and I got my wife who was the bookkeeper. So, and you know, you know, Coach Harbuck, he actually coached me in high school, and I, I consider him a real good friend. And you know, and I've always told him, as long as he was at Jackson, I would do everything I could to help make his job easier. And whether I do or not, I don't know. So that was nice of you. But you know, I just <laughs> you try to hang in there. <laughs> you said that about Harbuck. It's crazy. Like I just moved here a couple years ago, probably three or four now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy just like the love that people have for this community and like um Mr. Tuberville, my math teacher, he's been here for like decades. Years. It's oh, yeah. it's like crazy. Yeah, cause like I'm, people's grandparents. Yes, he's <laughs> been people's grandparents. Yeah, because I've been out of school now, oh God, thirty years. Wow, that's long. And you know, he was here thirty years ago. So <laughs> yeah. It's like the amount of people that graduate and come back just because they have a genuine love for the community is really awesome. That's right. That's exactly right. So, but but this was good. I mean, it was good. And like I said, y'all worked hard. Everybody worked hard. And it was, you know, the way y'all had to do it, I think it's awesome because I think a lot of times in school, you know, kids are not learning what they should learn because of the fact of, I mean, you know, you can have all this crazy stuff you want but to me if, if you don't learn a little common sense in school you know it don't help you and i think this is what something like this does it you know it makes you 
understand from you know the start to finish on how something's put together so i think it's a good thing and congratulations to y'all for help putting it on well thank you for letting us interview today oh, yes. yeah anytime so anytime and i'm gonna have y'all come to the radio station let y'all see how oh, that end goodness. of it works i'm gonna get with miss flow yeah so all right well i appreciate it and i'm gonna turn the mic over to somebody less interesting than me <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> okay thank you thank y'all okay so now we have is it zamiria Samir. right zamiria okay i was about to say people get my name wrong all the time and i never <laughs> want to correct them so okay so zamiria um and so go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us your grade and a fun fact about you yes well i'm zamiria powell and i'm in the ninth grade and a fun fact about me is i actually have my own podcast it's called <gasps> believe to achieve Oh my goodness. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. So she's a professional. Right. Um, <laughs> this is a I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. So I know you've been in pageants before. So what is your most recent title? Well, I'm actually the National American Miss Alabama Junior Team. So. Yes. Wow. Okay. That's amazing. That's really neat. Um, In November, that's next month. Oh, my God. That's <gasps> oh so my close. Goodness. I'm actually going to compete for the national title in Orlando, Florida. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Okay. How many participants is it? Um, You don't know? Well, in my category, it's about 50 because well, it's in the states. Okay. Um, But there's also another category that, like, if you get runner-up or if you win an optional at your state pageant, yeah. you can also, co also compete in there. And there's about 100 participants in that one. Oh my goodness. So, um, Kapini, I know like when you watch pageants and everyone just seems so like genuinely like happy, like, is it actually like that or is it just kind of like, like, what are the other girls like in pageants? Yeah. Well, of course, you always run into those, you know, few girls. Yeah. But I do think that the stereotype of pageant girls being mean and thinking they're all right. Yeah. I don't believe in that at yeah. all because the people that I've met, they're awesome. Um, I love to talk to them, they're fun to be around. So, they're definitely amazing. Do you still do you still have like relationships like or like talk to girls that you've been in pageants with? Actually, yes. My first ever friend that I met in pageant, her name is JC Parker. And we actually talk still, and that was about six, seven years ago. <laughs> wow. Okay. So what does preparing for pageants look like? Um, it's definitely stressful and very busy. Um, I actually just went to Georgia this weekend to work with my pageant coach, Amanda Marino. She's amazing. She's a mentor. Um, so it's very, you're, you're always on the go. You're always busy, but it's also very fun and you have yeah. to really love it in order to be involved in it. Yeah. So, so do you really love it? I love it. <laughs> I'm, I'm obsessed. I don't think people know how much it has really impacted me because it's more than just walking on a stage in a pretty Looking dress. Cute. Yeah. Yes. It's so much more um the reason i'm able to sit here and speak to you without freaking out is because <laughs> of my involvement in pageants okay so um i know we talked about pre just preparing like physically for pageants so what does it take to prepare mentally for a pageant like because i know you talk about you were so nervous and <laughs> <laughs> well i actually had like really bad anxiety yeah. and oh, so before yeah. a pageant i will literally psych myself out um but definitely how I prepare mentally is just not stress myself out so much. Like I said, it's very busy. So I would always like talk to my mom, let her know that, you know, this day I need a break. This day, you know, I have to have to myself or just hang with my friends or my family because it can get very busy and very stressful. So you have to know when to say, okay, this day is for me. Yeah. So you said you have anxiety. What are some ways that you use to cope with it? Um, definitely talking it out. 
uh, I can talk to my mom or my pageant coach about how nervous I am, why am I nervous? And also uh, something my mentor taught me to do, she taught me to exercise and run. So I would literally have on six inch heels and a dress before interview um, at my pageant and uh -huh. I would literally run down the hallway OMG. to calm my nerves, <laughs> um, drinking water, just making sure you're breathing through everything um, because it can get intense. Yeah. Okay. So I know a bunch of pageants, like, um, like you have a call. So like you were talking about your podcast. Like, what do you do on your podcast? Like, what's okay, your? Well, it's called Believe to Achieve. Um, and it's based on my platform. And it's basically breaking down the barriers to also economic classes and providing kids with, uh, just letting them know that they can achieve anything they set their minds to. And it doesn't matter where they come from. It doesn't matter if they come from a less fortunate area that they can do anything as long as, you know, they set their mind to it and they're, they stay dedicated to it. Um, and I, I was I wanted to do this because I was one of those kids who thought she had to come from money yeah. or come from a perfect family because I was actually raised by a single mom. Um, so when you meet these people in pageantry and you think their life is just perfect, it's not. And a lot of people go through these things. And so I want to just raise awareness and let everyone know that, you know, they don't have to come from a perfect neighborhood or a perfect family to achieve their goals. Well, that, wow, that's that amazing. Is, yeah. Thank okay. You. So um, big subject change going to schools. Um, I know you've recently moved schools. Mm -hmm. Where did you move from? I moved from Citronelle. Okay. Mm -hmm. Did you like it there? I, I loved it there. I did. I loved it there. So I've actually moved schools too as well. Um, so was that like a scary transition for you or? Um, it definitely was. We actually moved for my brother so he could come play football up here. Um, I didn't think I was going to be as involved as I am now. And I didn't think I was going to love it as, as much as I do. But I absolutely love it. And I'm so glad that I was able to make that transition. You're a cheerleader at Jackson High School. Mm -hmm. right? I'm a cheerleader and I play softball. Okay. So how does how does that affect your everyday life? Um, well, I absolutely love my cheer team and my cheer coach. Shout out to Mallory. She's <laughs> probably gonna cry when she hears this. Oh my um, but I love her. She Me too. um with with I said that I had anxiety. Um, I actually had like an anxiety attack before our cheer competition at camp. Um, and just being around her and all my friends, they made it so much better. She is so amazing and. I'm really glad that I was able to move here and meet those people. <laughs> something something funny. We were talking about being involved. I remember I was it softball tryouts. Mm -hmm. um, that was the first time I met you and we were in the kitchen and you passed no. out. You passed out. I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. I was like, what do I do? I didn't. And, okay. I did not eat that day <laughs> at oh, all. Goodness. Oh my I goodness. Y'all, I didn't even think about it because... I didn't actually make my mind up that I was going to try out until, like, school got over. And so it was so embarrassing. But, y'all, I didn't eat anything. And so I was just so embarrassed. Uh, I but remember, me, and, me and Coach Perry actually talked about it. And then she was like, she was like, I cannot believe you fell out. Like, you really fell out. And she was like, but you got up and you got back out yeah. there. And, and I was I like, like, you did it. Yeah, when you got mm -hmm. up, when you got, back, when you got back up, I was like, oh, geez. She's like, but she's actually kind of good. <laughs> but we had, we had a kid on the team last year and she passed out all because she wouldn't eat and she mm -hmm. would pass out all the time. And we're like, you have to eat. It's so hard for me um, to eat in the mornings. I never have an appetite. Um, and then at school, you know, it's, not a lot of not, people eat. Yeah, it's not even good. Yeah. <laughs> you don't school eat at school. School food is really and not so I didn't think about it, y'all. I promise I didn't think about it until I actually fell out. I was like, Zai, why didn't you eat? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is kind of all subject, but we got talking on uh, school food. What's y'all's favorite school food, lunch, 
Oh, I said Crispitos. Crispitos. I love Crispitos. I'll oh. tear up a Crispitos. Okay. And, and at the high school, they don't have sour cream with their Crispitos. They okay, just put see, cheese okay, on it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. See, I love sour cream and I don't like having cheese on mine. I love it with exactly. some sour cream. Exactly. I love on it with sour cream. And they don't so, do that up here. So it does like, it is a little dry now yeah. because I don't have sour cream, yeah. but <laughs> I don't eat anything else but Crispitos. Maybe wings sometimes. Wings. Okay, the wings are I good. Like tacos. I, like, I like the taco salad. Yeah, their apples are good. They're green apples. Yes, yeah. I love green apples. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so we talked about pageants. We talked about school. What are things that you like to do outside of that? Well, this is a crazy answer, but honestly, sleep. Because <laughs> Me too. If you, Me too. If I can you looked at my schedule... If it's not school or cheer or softball or pageants, then it's probably two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Literally. Right. Oh my like, God. I'm, I like that. I'm so busy. So if I'm not sleeping or, you know, I like to have time with my family too. Sundays, we have a family dinner. Yeah. So um, Sunday is really pretty much my only time that I get to like, like just chill, chill day. and chill day. And if I'm not with my family, I'm sleeping. I'm getting my I rest really day. Yeah. <laughs> I can definitely relate. <laughs> Okay, well, um, thank you so much thank thank for so letting us interview you. Of yes. course. Um, yeah. The end. <laughs> <laughs> this is the end. <laughs>